I'm Sophie. Welcome to Big Things, Little Things, a podcast series where I sit down with inspiring changemakers to discuss the big things they're doing, the little things that make them who they are, and together we vision pathways towards a better future. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Well, I've tried to write this intro episode so many times and I keep doubting myself and doubting what I'm writing. So I'm just going to um, to read out what I wrote like journal style for you and give you a bit of an idea about what this podcast is about and I'll just leave it up to you what you think of it and whether you want to keep listening. And I hope that you hear this and you feel it resonate with you and that you want to be part of this community because I think it's going to be really exciting. So my name is Sophie and I'm a mum of two girls, Sylvie, who's two and a half, and Margot, who is just over one year old. So I'm really quite busy running around after them most of the time. Uh, my husband is called Sean, his name's Sean, and he's originally from Houston in Texas and he moved to Australia to be here with me. <laughs> we have quite a few animals. We've got two dogs, Greta and Teddy. We've got a cat called Hank and seven random unnamed chickens. I'm an admitted lawyer here in Queensland and I also have a Bachelor of Nursing. I haven't practiced ever as a nurse and I've only just kind of started my legal career before I had kids. So I'm really right at the the beginning of all of that. Yes, I am one of those chronic collectors of university degrees, but uh, whatever, (laughs) who isn't these days? We live in Warwick, Queensland, uh, in a rented house on about two acres of um, like rural-ish land, we have some paddocks around us. So we moved into this house in 2019 and I've been getting really, really into gardening since we moved into this house. It's rented from family, so I just assume <laughs> that I can do what I want and I have been doing some hectic gardening there since we moved in. And so I've got a really large garden um, with... A lot of different things in there, but my my sort of overarching principle is I'd like it to be a permaculture garden because I think that permaculture speaks so much sense. Yeah, that's my, my main uh, activity, like outside of raising the girls and I'm just still a stay-at-home mum, not just, but got to stop using that word because it's, you know, a very valuable career. Aside from that, I run an Instagram account called Grow, Reuse, Create, which has a community group here in Warwick, which is just getting started. But the point of that group is to grow a garden, uh, eat your produce, grow your own medicine and reuse as much as you can. Stop um, participating in um, just the overconsumption that we have in society and to create. So I am really, I love art. So just find a meaning in your life through finding your passion and your purpose and going for it. So mine is definitely art, but on a broad scale, like can be drawing, painting, making a podcast, writing. There's a lot of creative stuff that I like to do. 
So following the birth of Margot, so that's my youngest daughter, um, I really found myself becoming um, rapidly and increasingly aware that we're in a fair amount of trouble in relation to the climate crisis and like so much more trouble and like sooner than what I had originally thought, you know, that even within this lifetime, things could get really, really bad if we're not careful and we don't actually get going. I'm not uh, a scientist, obviously, so I'm not going to bore you by trying to repeat all of the scientific facts about climate change to convince you that it's a problem because the science is really clear now. And if you feel the need to um, confirm my statements here, then just head to the IPCC report to catch up. And a really good um, thing is if you don't want to go and read that whole report because, you know, it's very long and dense, is go to Groundswell Living and they had a really good summary with one of the um, chief scientists who wrote that report and she really broke it down super well in about 30 minutes and it's confronting but it's hopeful in that she makes it clear that it's not you know we're not all just going to die there are things that we can do so go and check that out and don't just assume that it's all doom and gloom because there is still light at the end of the tunnel in my script here, I've said, please don't go thinking of turning off now because this is not a doomsday podcast. The IPCC report uh, isn't good, but um, they, they do say, you know, we can act to make radical change and anything is possible. So no one can predict whether or not we're going to have a terrible fate due to climate change or um, whether the future will be terrible. We, we know that we are in for 30 years of um, increased weather events. We know that things aren't, you know, going to be smooth sailing for the next 30 years, but after that, you know, it's totally up to us. So we have the power to make change. If you think about the world today, there are so many injustices, like everywhere you look, and it's very clear that a lot of things in society aren't working very well and that we really need to change. For example, it's it's really insane that half, you know, my statistics are not obviously accurate, accurate I'm uh, exaggerating, but, you know, half the planet is starving to death while the other half is morbidly obese. That just doesn't make any sense. My view is... Looking at the science of climate change, we have to change anyway if we want to survive as a human race. So why don't we implement the best solutions that will create the best kind of future for us? It's This is our opportunity to make awesome change. So that's what's really exciting about this opportunity. And this is where my mind's at. I feel like I'm always thinking about solutions and, you know, I, I'm looking at everything in my life and around me and I'm thinking, you know, is this thing really required? And if it is, could it be better? And how could it be better? And I think that's pretty exciting. As I am going down this path of just learning more about the climate crisis and learning how I fit into that movement, because I would consider myself a climate activist. I don't think I'm a frontline activist currently because 
I physically find it really hard to get to protests and things, but I want to do everything I can. As I am learning more and more, I look around myself and I see uh, there are so many amazing people offering like different solutions for different facets of life, people offering different perspectives and ways of living that are much more in line with, with nature. That's what it's really going to come down to is do we choose to side with nature or not? There are really two paths at the moment and there is a foundation called Local Futures who have summarised this really well in a, in a post recently. They say we're at this fork in the road where we either choose to go down the technocratic route, which is the sort of Jeff Bezos flying to the moon, creating our own little um, life in a bubble where we can survive and continue to extract, or it's completely evaluating our our lifestyle and adjusting it to be in a more regenerative sense so that we're not taking more than we're giving because currently we are in an extractive model. If you think about nearly everything we do, it's taking more than we're giving. We need to to turn that around and, you know, I think that probably a more nature-based lifestyle would would make people really happy. The way that I'm describing is often termed regenerative in the current narrative and that term is being thrown around a lot but it does have a lot of value and uh, some of the people that are coming on the podcast will speak to the regenerative lifestyle. I mean this all sounds a little bit (laughs) impossible in a way because like life is so big and there are so many people you know and how could we possibly all live in a way that's regenerative and not depleting the planet. Well, it's not impossible because Indigenous people have done it literally forever until like the last two seconds before midnight that we have been here in this industrial part of society and they've done it really well. And if we just maybe pause in our busyness for a moment and think about and learn about some of the ways that things have been done we might be able to use those that knowledge and skills and incorporate it into our life. Well, what about modern medicine, you say? Do you want us to go back to living with candles in shacks? No, I don't want you to go and live in a candle with a shack. And yes, I'm recording this on my Apple Mac. So I think technology is great. But <laughs> we need to have a more balanced relationship because we're just consuming all the time having to upgrade 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 and um, we're just polluting the the planet and and just stripping it of its resources to fuel this consumption habit that we have and I think we need to take the best of what we have in our society and then um, just make it uh, fit into this regenerative model as best we can. So The guests that I'm going to be getting on the podcast, they are people who I see out in the world doing really cool things. They're people who are testing the boundaries of society, people uh, who I think are just endlessly interesting. I personally am obsessed with all of my guests and I'm going to pray freak them out when they listen to this, but it's all right. They are just people who have so much wisdom to offer and um, they're 
their minds, I can see are moving in that regenerative direction. And it's such an exciting movement. So that's where this podcast is going to to focus on the positive future that they are inviting. So welcome to Big Things, Little Things. I'm very, very excited to have you here. Sorry if you heard my children screaming. It's just through this podcast, you know, there's going to be a bit of noise and stuff. It's just the life of a mum. So anyway, (laughs) I'm glad to have you here. Um, If you enjoy my content through this series, I, I really encourage you to share it with those that you love and care about because my whole goal with this podcast, this is my form of activism. So I want to provide really considered and thoughtful content for you to help you live a better life in the face of the climate crisis because things that look quite bad, but it's so clear that time is precious and we have to enjoy it as well. We can't just focus on on the doom. So we need to make sure that while we're all working towards uh, making a better future for everyone, that we're also just loving our own lives and getting ourselves into, you know, living our truth and finding our passions and and making the most out of every day and finding little joys that that align with a better planet. Because this planet's the only place we've got and without our home, we have nothing. So I'll finish off by saying think global and act local. So I look forward to spending the next 10 episodes with you and our wonderful guests. Bye, guys.